Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 The Champ. All right, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show into the noon hour, busy noon hour. Going to rely heavily on our friends at ESPN to provide us with a couple of guests. One of them, our weekly contributor, Zubin Mahente. He's uh, momentarily, in fact, he's on the line now. Mitch Sherman, ESPN.com coming up. He covers college football. Looking forward to talking with Mitch Sherman. He spent last Saturday in Ames watching Baylor and Iowa State. Trent and I take you till 1. Jimmy B and TC from 1 until 2. The drive today is abbreviated. Only an hour of Wolfgang and Trent because it's a Tuesday, and the Hawkeye Huddle Boys come to us live from G-Migs in Valley Junction. Let's get Zubin Mahente in here. Hello, Zubin. How are you? Well, not a great week of college football. It's an intriguing game, but after what's been an unbelievable season, it feels like we're tamping on the brakes a little bit this week, but I think next week and then obviously December 1 will probably make up for it. So yeah, I'm with kind you. Of no, it's uh, they call it wedding weekend in the South, and that literally it is, and it's I think it's well named because if you're getting married in the fall, this is the week they pick uh, because the SEC takes uh, for the most part takes the week off. What was the biggest story for you this past weekend, Zubin? There was there's been no carnage as of yet. Uh, what was the biggest story in college football from the from this past weekend in your mind? Oh, I definitely think from a micro and macro, the one that just obviously got everyone's attention is. I mean, not to put poor salt in the wounds here, Trent, but I just think to many people, when you look at Northwestern's start, mm-hmm. right, the idea that they got swept in the non-conference all at home, including a loss to, I believe, was it Akron, the first time they'd beaten a Big Ten opponent in 1894 when there was no Big Ten, and to start like that and to cap it by winning the Big Ten West, becoming the first team to go winless in the non-conference, and qualify for an FCS conference championship game the way that they did it, the way that Pat celebrated on the field and screamed at them that Purdue had lost and Wisconsin had lost and we had won, and to celebrate like right on the Tiger Hawk. Mm-hmm. Um, it was unbelievable to watch that transformation to that team. The other thing, Ken, I would say from a more micro standpoint, and I think this is not getting a lot of attention but should get a lot of attention, is just how mediocre – Sometimes things have been this year. It's been a very exciting season, but I saw a stat the other day that if you take a look at a team like Northwestern, you know, they've won the Big Ten West, so I guess you want to rank them, obviously. But when you look at their record, you're like, well, I don't really know. Think about this. This year, there have been 51 different teams that have been ranked. 51 teams. There are only two teams in the country that have two losses right now. To me, like, if you feel you've had a really, really good season, Mm. Two losses seems good. It's very difficult to have zero or one. Um, but only two teams, LSU and Syracuse, have two losses. And the one that really gets me, one-third of the teams in the country, guys, are either 6-4, six 6-5, and four, six and five, or 5-5. Five and five. <laughs> One-third of the country is basically hovering around mediocrity. I think that's something that's kind of inside the poll when you look at it. Yeah, it's great at the top. And yeah, it seems undisturbed at the very, very top. But across the rest of the sport, when you say to somebody, who have you beaten? Chances are you haven't beaten somebody spectacular. It's a weird year, but at the top, we feel like we have a pretty good handle on things. What's more than likely to, to break this up? Is it an Alabama loss? 
Is it Notre Dame losing to Syracuse this week? Could happen. Is, is it something else crazy? What's the most likely to bring chaos upon us here as we go through the final couple weeks? I think that one you mentioned with Syracuse is interesting. It's a weird situation. It's a Yankee Stadium, I believe, like 1.30 p.m. Yep. start yep. on NBC, which is kind of weird. Um, obviously, I think this, the UCF story with game day is interesting just because of the way the game day is kind of gone after UCF. It's actually a great opportunity to, to give them a lot of love. They've obviously had a great season, a great run. And frankly, Luke Pickle's done an unbelievable job uh, at Cincinnati, too. They're one loss at Temple. Nobody's really talking about them. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a good spotlight for those two. But to me, when you look at the Notre Dame-Syracuse game, I think this is going to be the first time many people have seen Syracuse this year. I think Notre Dame has played enough big games, whether it was the early big game against Stanford, which doesn't seem like a very big game now, or the Michigan game in week one. But this is really the first time I think a lot of people are going to get to see what Syracuse is all about. Babers is an Art Briles guy uh, in terms of his offense and the way they want to move. They're quick. They have a very seasoned, experienced quarterback in Dungy who's had an injury-played career but is tough as nails. And they have this young guy named DeVito, who's got an unbelievable arm and can throw it all over the place. So while Notre Dame's obviously had their story about their two quarterbacks and starting Wimbush and going to book and then starting Wimbush last week, his book was hurt. It's an interesting story and how Wimbush has just played the good soldier. He easily could have just gone into a shell, but he looked awesome last week. Um, Syracuse has its own two quarterback system, which is not getting as much attention as Notre Dame's for obvious reasons. But I think you're going to see both of them out there Saturday and they've got the perfect blend of youth and experience just because the game is in New York, as you guys know with Notre Dame. They, they're likely to have a large pocket of fans anywhere that they play. So it'll be a unique setting. Um, it's in New York, but Syracuse and Yankee Stadium are still quite a ways apart. Um, but I just think watching Syracuse for the first time for a lot of people this season is going to be eye-opening because people have been following them. Uh, Dino Babers, I believe, had four and four wins his first two years on the job. This year, they're already an eight-win team. But I don't think people have really seen them in action. I'm pretty sure that's going to change Saturday. Yeah, no, it really is. And I'm glad you brought them up because uh, they're one of the good stories of college football. Like Phil Steele, for God's sakes, picked them last, Zubin, in the in the Atlantic. Picked them last. Thought that Louisville would win more games. Wake Forest would win more games. Yet there they are. Meanwhile, in the Coastal Pits, one of those good stories. that They've come out of nowhere as well. But where I want to go with you is um, a game that's it's also a night game. It's also a 7 o'clock kick. But it's on the Longhorn Network. And it's a game that I'm guessing that if TV executives could do anything about it, uh, they would love to have been able to pry it away from the Longhorn Network because Texas... And Iowa State, they got a lot to play for, Zoom, and a ton to play for. Here we are in the middle of November, and Iowa State is still very much alive to get to the Big 12 Conference, and that's you've never been able to say that. Um, but here they are. Yeah. Uh, how big of a disappointment is it the Longhorn Network gets it? Well, I think it's two things. I think, one, if you add to what happened last week against Baylor, for the average fan that's not following Iowa State, like, <clears throat> I'll follow the Cyclones, it's your bread and butter, but you really look at what's going on for the average fan, <clears throat> and you look at it with Matt Campbell and the brawl with Baylor, to the average fan, it just adds a lot of intrigue to the game. So I think it's just sort of that one-week run-up that people couldn't have anticipated two weeks ago. I will say this. I talked to one of our really, really big decision-makers the other day, and I said, listen, it's early, and I'm just an anchor, and, but you're an executive, you got to kind of know this about Iowa State. And I sent him an email in the morning about the 1912 thing. And I said, listen, they still need a little bit of help here. 
They've got it against West Virginia. They don't have it against Oklahoma. They might have it against Texas on Saturday. And I almost pitched it, guys. And the way I actually sent the email, because a lot of times, you know, with emails, give it a creative title, and you have a better chance of getting it open sometimes. <laughs> um, but I've been here seven years, so I hope they just don't uh, discard it right away. But the title of the email I put was, you know, regardless of what happened with Montgomery and the, the way Campbell's name is being bandied about, all that stuff is there. They've won five in a row, all that, whatever. <clears throat> I called the email the Cubs of college football, <laughs> more than a century of waiting. And then my first line was, well, not really, because that would indicate they'd have to win the national title akin to the World Series. But hear me out now that you've opened this email. It's been <laughs> over a century since they won a conference title of any sort. You know that. I know that. Your listeners are well aware of that. But think about that. From 1912 on, and then you go on to chronicle some of the Big 12 North disappointments, as you know, with Mac. They probably should have snapped that streak at one point or another, but they didn't. And now the league obviously doesn't have visions anymore. All this, whatever, whatever. So I just said, listen. This is a story we have to keep real big eyes on. If they win Saturday in the Longhorn Network, then obviously the anticipation for this story is going to creep up because obviously they don't have to finish first in the conference. They just have to finish as the second-best team to get themselves into this game. And they seem very bullish on it. I talked to one of our guys at the top, and he's like, okay, they need some help, but if they win Saturday, get back to me. We'll see what we can do. So if Iowa State can hold up its end of the bargain, I think you're going to see ESPN do something pretty major on it. All right, uh, Monday Night Football is great. Great game, Rams, Chiefs, but lingering as I update Twitter to see if Adam Schefter has tweeted anything, this game might have to be moved back to Los Angeles. Help us out logistically how you guys at ESPN are kind of working through what is a, a crazy situation, terrible field conditions at Azteca. Yeah, I've seen the photos. The photos are really difficult to look at and say to yourself, I don't think the teams, by the way, would just take the field, right? I mean, I think this is a situation where you look at the field, and I think both coaches would be like, I'm not looking at my players go on there. The field looks like that. The one thing I would say, not being totally invested in it, I've been out of the office for a couple of days, but the one thing I have been hearing is that, you know, uh, one year, a couple of years ago, we actually had the Hall of Fame game. Mm-hmm. It's usually broadcast on NBC, but I believe that year NBC was in the midst of the Summer Olympics, if I'm not mistaken. And as a result, the Hall of Fame game shifted to ESPN on a Sunday night, usually an NBC affair on Sunday or Thursday. And that game was canceled because of field conditions in Canton. So I think they're doing everything they can to get this game going. The Rams, as you know, are already at the Air Force Academy in Colorado Springs. They are training at altitude for this game. And then on Sunday, they're planning to take a flight to Mexico City, provided the game is ready. Obviously, with everything that's going on there, the shooting there last week, uh, the wildfires. Um, I heard Jared Goff say last week at the press conference, he had stayed in four different hotels in four nights. Uh, the team at this point is based in Thousand Oaks. It's been largely affected. Um, people have been evacuated from one hotel to the next. But the team is in the Springs right now at the Air Force Academy to uh, acclimate. I did hear, strangely, that the Chiefs are actually not practicing at altitude. I was a little perplexed by that, but whatever the case may be, um, if it's not ready to go, then I think both teams would just basically say, we're not going to put our players at fault or put our players at risk here. But because we do have the experience of having a game that we thought we were going to air on a Sunday night a couple of years ago. I believe the Colts were involved in this game. It, it, you know, these preseason games, you never really know who's yeah. playing in them. But it was one of those things where we knew right up until maybe 90 minutes before the game that this thing wasn't going to happen, and we were able to pivot. So I think they're going to do everything they can to get this going. It's a huge showcase for the league, uh, obviously, uh, and it has been for a really long time. But if it doesn't happen, we kind of have experience with things moving or being postponed or canceled even 
at the very last minute. Hopefully it doesn't get there, but I think because of the experience we had a couple of years ago, ESPN's probably ready for any possibility. Mm, Zoom, we have a hard break in 20 seconds. Uh, I-25, you go down and you can see the Air Force Stadium. When you did, lived in Denver, did you have an occasion to go cover anything there, football-wise? 20 seconds. We did. We went out there probably five or six times when I lived out there. It's massive. The security, the presence, it's awe-inspiring. If you have a chance to go down there just once, it's probably worth it. Well, I drove by it a number of times and never went in. Thought, uh, well, it looks cool from the interstate, though. Zubin, we're out of time. Great stuff. Thank you. We will talk to you next week. Appreciate it, my friend. You got it, guys. Thanks. Good to talk to you. Zubin Mahete, ESPN. Sounds like the game's in jeopardy. It does. I keep updating Twitter or see if Schefter's got anything. Mm. Back to L.A. in the Coliseum. Well, just don't cancel the damn thing. I don't right, care where they play. Right. Just don't cancel it. Uh, we're not going to cancel Mitch Sherman. I hope he doesn't cancel on us. Looking forward to talking to him next. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent and I to 1-1700. The champ. Catch play-by-play coverage of select NCAA games right here on 1700 The Champ. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Build your business. At Sinorama of Urbandale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Urbandale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia-urbandale. The holidays are a joyous time of year spent with family and festive celebrations, but it can be a difficult season for those who have recently lost a loved one. You can help. Amanda the Panda, a program of Every Step Grief and Loss Services, needs donations for its Cheerbox program, which delivers a box of gifts to families experiencing their first holiday season after the death of a loved one. Visit everystep.org slash grief and loss or call 515-223-HUGS for a list of needed items and to learn more. That's everystep.org slash grief and loss. No, no, no. Everywhere I go, I hear no. no. It's even November, but not this month. Hey, Joe Clemens here from Capital, Capital City, City Motor, Motor Company. Company. I'm asking Des Moines to say yes during my yes Vember sales event. Say yes to a nicer, newer car. Say yes for up to 4500 bucks more for your trade. Say yes, yes even if you've had credit problems in the past. Get up to 4500 bucks more than appraised value during yes Vember. Don't let the others tell you no. We're giving bad credit the bird. <laughs> my one and only for the people credit approval process is like butter because we're on a roll, baby. We take out the mess and the stress and just say yes to you so say yes to a nicer newer car say yes for up to 4500 bucks more for your old clunker say yes even if you've heard no in the past but hurry this offer ends after the first 75 people gobble up a nicer newer car i'm joe clemens and i'm your dealer for the people come see us at capital city motor company in des moines on east university one block off i-235 on the state fair side call 265-1467 or online at approved by joe.com approved by joe.com www.approvedbyjoe.com if you have hard water, the Lime Scale not only leaves white spots, it clogs pipes and breaks down appliances, costing you hundreds of dollars in energy and wear. Eliminate Lime Scale and other water issues like brown staining, bad odors, and lead with HydroCare water products available from Wave Home Solutions. Wave's affordable systems don't use salts or chemicals. You'll love the way your water tastes, smells, and looks. Satisfaction guaranteed. For more information, go to goodclearwater.com. That's goodclearwater.com. 
Dig out those festive sweaters, gather your family, kids, and pets because it's time for the ARL Santa and Paws holiday photos. Santa will even be making an appearance. By having your photos taken, you'll be supporting the homeless pets at the ARL and will end up with great photos for your holiday cards this year. Multiple dates, times, and locations are available during November, so schedule your time now at arl-iowa.org slash Santa. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Charterhouse Real Estate. That is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about. Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. You're invited to experience great customer service and incredible deals at Billion Buick GMC in Clive. Our reviews say it all. I didn't feel pressured. It was a very smooth process. Our salesman came in on his day off. Now that's going above and beyond. People also appreciate the huge inventory, including the incredible all-new 2019 GMC Sierra. You're invited to Billion Buick GMC in Clive or BillionAuto.com slash GMC. We are professional grade. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with a print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 The Champ. Welcome back as we continue on here. Thanks to Zubin Mahenti. It's kind of an ESPN hour, is it not, Trent yes, Condon? Yes, yes. Uh, Zubin Mahenti leads it off, and we're going to stay with ESPN, but go to .com, and he's one of their college football guys. Uh, he's Mitch Sherman. He's based in Omaha, but travels all over the country to watch college football and write about it. And he was in Ames this past weekend, and Mitch, will start right there. And I know you've got a good piece uh, coming out tomorrow on uh, Iowa State. Um you're, you're very familiar with the program, uh, geographically where you've been. I've been on the air since 96 here in Des Moines. I have never seen an Iowa State football team uh, with this much cachet, if you will. From a air quote outsider's perspective, um, what do you think of this Iowa State team? It's different, isn't it? Yeah, no one's seen an Iowa State team uh, sitting at 5-2 and two in, in league play with a shot to Win, win a conference title here in, in, in late uh, November. 
uh, as we get past the midpoint of the month here this week and the Cyclones go to Texas. I mean, it's uncharted territory for Iowa State. Uh, Cyclones were, were last um, most recently in this kind of a position um, in, in 2005, 2004 and 2005, if you remember when the Big 12 was split into divisions, mm-hmm. Iowa State went into the last week of the season still with a chance to win the Big 12 North and lost overtime games to Kansas and Missouri in the final weeks. But uh, uh, still, to, do, to, to, to be in the position that Iowa State is now with no divisions in the league, um, you have to finish in the top two to make the championship game, and here they go to Texas with a true freshman quarterback. It's uh, it's fun stuff to think about, and I, I kind of dive into all of that in a piece that's coming out tomorrow. Um, I think the job that Matt Campbell's doing, obviously, um, is, again, something that turns heads, not just in the Big 12, but nationally, um, to be on his third quarterback and to have, have found a guy um, who's doing the things that Brock Purdy is doing in, in, um, in year one of college football uh, is impressive, of course, for, for, for that kid, um, but also for, for for the Iowa State staff and the job that they have done to get him ready. Mitch, we, we've seen plenty of coaches come and go throughout Ames throughout the years, and they all came in with expectations and hope. What is it about Matt Campbell that's different? What What is he doing that is different and being able to win at this level at Iowa State? I just think he's always the same guy. Um, ha- having gotten to know Matt in his first year, 2016, at Iowa State, um, the conversations that I had with him late in that year as Iowa State. And in fact, I spent a bunch of time with Matt the week of the Texas Tech game in 2016. And we know that Iowa State went to Lubbock and, and won by 56 points in what was just kind of a shocking result. I mean, Patrick Mahomes was the quarterback mm-hmm. of that team. Iowa State had won one game in conference play going into that, and that was over Kansas. Uh, the Matt Campbell that I knew then and the guy that I talked to then is the same guy that I saw, exactly the same guy that I saw on Saturday night after a fifth straight conference win um, as one of the hottest teams in the league and one of, really one of the hottest teams in the country. So, um, and, and I think that resonates throughout the program. When the coach doesn't change, when the staff doesn't change, when the message doesn't change, um, you know, it, 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 you take an element away from the team that, that, can, that, that if it's not there can, can disrupt those guys, can disrupt their progress. So the, thing, the biggest thing to me about Matt Campbell is that he's just so steady and, and so consistent in the message that he gives that team and the message that he gives people on the outside about what Iowa State is. Mm. Let's go to the uh, the college football playoff rankings. Of course, the program airs tonight at 6 o'clock here uh, in the Central Time Zone. There's not going to be a lot of drama, I don't think, tonight. I mean, I mean there, there shouldn't be. It's seemingly all status quo from last week. Oklahoma was pushed by Oklahoma State, but uh, we'll see if they penalize them for that uh, close win, if you will, in, in a real rivalry game. What's the, as, as looking forward, and, and say there is chaos in this thing, do Clemson and Alabama both have a little margin for error? I don't think Notre Dame has a loss and could and will qualify. Uh, but what about those two at the top, Alabama and Clemson? Say they get upset between now and the uh, the first Sunday of December. Yeah, I mean there there's there's more margin for error with those teams than I think there are any other teams in in the in the college football playoff rankings. Clearly. Um, if Alabama runs the table here in the regular season and loses to Georgia in the SEC championship game and is sitting there at 12-1, and um, by no means 
are the tide a lock to get into the playoff? If if the comparison comes down to twelve and one Alabama uh, against a twelve and one Michigan team that wins the Big Ten, uh, or a twelve and one Oklahoma team that wins the Big Twelve, um, you know, I, I think the metrics indicate right now that those conference champs. Uh, from the Big Ten or the Big 12 would probably get in over Alabama if that's the conversation for the fourth spot. Um, somewhat similar for Clemson. Clearly, clearly, the committee is going to value what those two teams have done in dominating their their seasons, unlike anyone else in college football, with the you know the possible exception of Notre Dame. But I, I think it's hard to compare what Notre Dame has done, especially when you get to the end of the year and the, and the Fighting Irish don't have to go win a conference championship game. Um, it's hard to compare what they have done to Clemson and Alabama. Um, it, it, I mean, you can compare it, but it's hard to put it above what Clemson and Alabama have done. So, yeah, there's a lot of scenarios, of course, that are still out there, but the teams definitely with the biggest margin for error that left in this thing are those two at the top. Well, we know Northwestern will be in the Big Ten championship game. They'll get the winner of Ohio State-Michigan more than likely there in Indianapolis. Northwestern, three losses in the non-conference. Best-case scenario, they're going to show up in 8-4. and four. How much is that going to hurt either Ohio State or Michigan, not having a, a 10-11 team coming out of the West? Is that an impact at all for the Big Ten and if uh, whoever wins the East when they take home the title? Well, it becomes an impact if Alabama loses um, and, and you have a 12, like we just talked about, and you have a 12-1 and Alabama team that's matched uh, in the eyes of the committee against a 12-1 and Big Ten champ that didn't get as impressive a conference win against or lost Northwestern team um, as perhaps uh, uh, Oklahoma or West Virginia in the, in the Big 12. But I think the Big Ten's strength overall um, has it in pretty good position in either of those scenarios. Again, the metrics that we've got at ESPN show a 12-1 and Michigan team with a real good shot um, to get into the playoff over a 12-1 and Alabama team. With Ohio State, it's a little bit more murky. Uh, because of uh, you know the blowout loss to Purdue, and then some of the things that we've seen from Ohio State in in, in subsequent weeks, just not as dominant as Michigan has been, uh, especially Michigan on the defensive side. I think that's something that the committee is really paying a lot of attention to. Michigan is 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 uh, surrendering less than 200 yards per game in, in conference play. Um, you know, we'll see if they can they can finish. They're, they're going to finish somewhere in that area with Indiana. And Ohio State still left on the schedule, but uh, a Michigan defense, I think, is something that can can be a real feather in its hat when the committee looks at uh, at the Wolverines against other teams, uh, even potentially a twelve and one Alabama team. Yeah, I mean, two weeks ago, the committee chair made a point of even flat out came right out and said it at that Michigan's got the best defense in the country, uh, and I, I I can't argue with him. I really can. Mitch Sherman, ESPN.com, is our guest. Mitch, I want to ask about a couple of coaches. One who apparently is out in Colorado. We'll get to Mike McIntyre in a second, but let me ask about Jeff Brom first because. I love what he's doing at Purdue. I don't think Hawkeye fans are necessarily as enamored as I am. I just like the fact that, you know, there's going to be more teams of relevance in the West. Uh, Louisville is, is going to be there. He was asked about it at his press conference yesterday. He certainly didn't shoot it down by any means. I, and I don't blame him for that. You got, everybody's got to have their options open. Um, your take on what's going to happen at Purdue concerning Jeff Brom? Yeah, the most logical recent comparison is to look at Scott Frost a year ago at UCF mm. when you know he had the option to stay there uh, and build that thing into a, a, even more of a powerhouse on the group of five level or go to a, a, a potentially an SEC school. There were options available for Scott Frost that 
to an outsider, you know, to somebody who, who didn't have the ties to Nebraska, uh, options that definitely would have looked more attractive than going and trying to rebuild Nebraska in the Big Ten West. But um, you know how important uh, home was to him, and the decision basically came down to staying at UCF or going to Nebraska, and, and you know, he, he chose to come home. And I, I think Jeff Brom will be in a similar spot in that you look at those two programs from the outside, staying at Purdue, um, having a chance to really build something there, Different even than from UCF, of course, and that Purdue is a is a Power Five program that, you know, theoretically can win a national championship. Uh, UCF not so sure about that, um, or, or go home to Louisville. And and to me, it comes down to the pull of Louisville and how important is home to him. And those ties uh, with with the Brom family are deep at that school. So people are going to look at this and say, well, hold on, you know, Louisville is a two and eight team. Um, <laughs> You know, they're they're arguably a basketball school uh, in a basketball state. You know, why would you want to do that uh, when when you can continue to build this thing at Purdue? And and it comes down to what we saw a year ago in, in Frost return to Lincoln, the pull of home. And uh, yeah, I think it's going to be hard for him to say no because uh, of all that that city and that state and that school means to him. Mac mm. McIntyre, on the other hand, sounds like he's out at Colorado. The team starts 5-0, and although somewhat of a fake 5-0 and when you figure Colorado State was not very good. Nebraska, Martinez got hurt. That was week one for them. New Hampshire, UCLA's awful. Arizona State wins nice. I'll grant them that, but then they've lost their last five. I think there's probably more than that. If you go back to the year that uh, coming out the 16 year, when they won 10 football games, there was some problems in the summer that kind of got... Uh, I don't know, not overlooked, but maybe didn't resonate because of the year that they'd had previous. Uh, is that part of it? What's behind Mike McIntyre apparently in CU parting ways at the end of the season? Yeah, not anything to confirm on that one yet. Uh, ESPN's not reporting anything. There was a report out from a TV station in Denver that he's going to be done, but uh, definitely some some conflicting information coming out of Boulder on that story. But. You know, clearly it's been a terrible second half of the season for Colorado and the, the, the real possibility that they're going to lose seven in a row uh, to, to, to close this season would not bode well for, for his job security at all. And, yeah, I think some of it does have to do with the situation they've had off the field with that coaching staff. Um, that, that definitely plays a factor. I mean, Colorado has had a long history of having, uh, not, not just with McIntyre, but in previous regimes of having issues off the field and you know it's just not it's it's something that's that's difficult to tolerate in today's environment and you you combine that with just a disastrous finish to the season potentially and uh wouldn't be surprised at all if the buffs are looking for a new coach in december speaking of the pac12 and looking for a new coach usc clay mm-hmm. helton uh 5 and 5 is what they are going in the last two with ucla and notre dame to finish up their What's the direction they can go? You got Lynn Swan out there, and for whatever reason, USC always seems to be enamored. Got to be a Trojan guy. Got to be a Southern Cal person. Right. What connections make sense to you? Well, I mean, they've—I think they've kind of run that, that course has kind of has run out. I mean, sure, there are there are connections out. They can go hire Lane Kiffin again if they want. I mean, there, there's there's always a, a, a connection to find somewhere with USC in that family, that coaching tree that Pete Carroll built. I don't know if that's going to be the, the, the option that they want to go this time if Clay Helton is out of a job. And I, and I think if you if USC loses at UCLA this week to a two-win UCLA team on the road, uh, essentially would, would, would deny bowl eligibility for USC with, with Notre Dame on the schedule to finish. 
Uh, yeah, I think that's going to be the final nail for, for Clay Helton. He could survive um, if they pull something out these last couple of weeks. And I don't mean just a win over UCLA. I mean, you probably have to beat Notre Dame. Um, but where they go from here, if there's a change, is, is you know, anybody's guess at this point. I, I, you know, I would tend to think that USC might make a, make a 180 here and say, all right, we've done this three or four times where we've tried to hire a guy who can continue the legacy that Pete Carroll built. And this just isn't, isn't really working. It didn't work with Kiffin. It didn't work with Sarkeesian. Here you go with Helton. So um, maybe there's another direction they can take, and there would be no, sh- no shortage That's for sure. of great candidates to yeah. fill that job if it was open to everybody in the country. No question about it. Maybe Pete Carroll comes back. Maybe he's fed up with the NFL and the Seahawks are going go. the wrong way. Last thing for me, I think Trent has one for you, Mitch Sherman, ESPN.com. Uh, it's because it's been such a big talker in our state and because, no offense, an Omaha South grad, uh, and that's where you're mm-hmm. based in Omaha. It's been a huge talker. That, that was my question. All right. Go, well, you might ask it better, so go ahead. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Go ahead. Uh, I just, just wanted, just the, the usage and the, and the lack of playing time has been a, it's been a huge talker since Saturday. I mean, here's a kid. You can't find a mock draft, Mitch, as you know, that doesn't have Noah Fant being drafted in the first round and in all likelihood somewhere in the teens. Yet Kirk Ferentz keeps him on the sidelines. His brother piped up about a month ago on Twitter, and that didn't resonate well uh, with old school Kirk Ferentz. Uh, and, and seemingly, he seems to be taking it out on his best offensive player. It's head scratching yeah. here. How do you see it? Yeah, it's puzzling. I think it's it's not just head scratching in the state of Iowa; it's head scratching everywhere. I'm sure there's NFL executives that are looking at Fant as a potential, you know, game breaking tight end, and wondering why he's not seeing the field more, why he's not targeted more in that offense. Um, Iowa is clear, clearly an offense historically in this season that loves its tight ends, and I know they've got T.J. Hawkinson, mm-hmm. um, and he's a versatile guy. Yep. But they can do this with two tight ends. Um, you know, I read Scott Dockerman's excellent piece. Uh, this this week about fan mm-hmm. and I, I'm I'm scratching my head as much as as much as anybody else on this. Um, the last time that I talked to Noah Fan, and I haven't been over to Iowa much this year, but I was there in the in, in the preseason um, as Ferentz got ready to, to break Hayden Fry's win record, and I talked to to Noah on that trip too, and it just seemed like he was primed for you know a, a, a fantastic season that would in all likelihood be his final year in Iowa City. Um, and that may still end up being the case, the final year part, but it's so puzzling to, to, to see him uh, involved in this Iowa offense in the limited capacity that, that he has been. Um, you know, I don't know what's going on behind closed doors in practice, but Noah doesn't strike me as the kind of guy who's going to carry a bad attitude in, into, uh, into the locker room or onto the practice field. So, um, you know, where, where they're at with him and what, what that coaching staff is holding against him, if, in fact, they are holding anything against him, um, you know, I, I, don't, I don't really know at that point, but I'm, I'm surprised by it. Yeah, seemingly they're cutting their nose to spite their face. We don't get it over here either. Mitch Sherman, ESPN.com. Mitch, thank you. Uh, hopefully we'll, uh, you can find some time for us uh, leading up to Championship Saturday. Uh, we'd be grateful if you did. Thank you, Mitch Sherman. For sure. Good to talk to you yeah, guys. Good to Thanks. talk to you, Mitch Sherman. ESPN.com. It's not just us. It's outside the borders. The people yes. that cover college football on a national basis are wondering the same damn thing. Nine snaps. Nine snaps in the second half of the mm-hmm. football game. There's going to be a lot of questions Mind about it. Mind-numbing. It is. Yeah, it's going to be uh, it's 1 o'clock. It starts over yeah, there today. Yeah, yeah. I wonder. There's, uh, it's, if it's, if, will it be more attended than it normally has been? Oh, there's a good question. Yeah. I bet, I bet there's a few more bodies in the yeah. uh, in cameras uh, in, in the building. 
Uh, we'll see. We'll see. I should ask him about Adrian Martinez. I, I meant to. Because like you, I bo- we both feel that um, it's, it's really going to be fun to watch. It's really going to be fun to watch. And yeah. Nebraska's trending in the right yeah. way. But my question still remains. I, I always thought it would head this direction. But when they get up and they go 8-4, and four, maybe next year, 7-5, mm-hmm. 8-4, you know, mm-hmm. take that next step. Is there another step? Is that what you were questioning? And two, three, four years down the line, they make a Big Ten championship game appearance, but say get beat. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of at that level. And maybe have a breakthrough year, but then get beat in the college football playoff, say five, six years down the line. And then they're just kind of humming along in that 8, 9, 10 win range. Is that going to be good enough? Well, it better be because college football's changed. That, that's what I've long argued. Yeah. You know those fans over there. No, I know. It's been, and when but, you get to that level... But those fans, a lot of those fans trend, if, you're, if it is six years down there, a lot of those fans, sadly, have died off. It's true. I mean, think about it. 90s were a long... If you're talking 2022, that's a long time ago. It's almost 30 years since the heyday over there. It, it's funny, though. I was talking to an Illini buddy uh, just the other day, and we were talking about the game coming up Saturday, and... The Kirk Ferentz and the frustrations that are out there right now, you get to that level, and this is the level of Iowa, 7-5, and 8-4, and mm-hmm. and they're on the path for another one of those years, but you want more. And if Nebraska gets to that level where they're winning 9-10 games a year, but if you want to get to that next level, mm-hmm. it's just fandom. And, mm-hmm. and that's always been my concern about Scott Frost. It's not that he's not a good coach and that he won't do a good job. Will it be good enough for the people over there? You know what my concern is about the black and gold? If indeed Nebraska beats them, and that's the last memory that they have of the regular season mm-hmm. going into the long winter, on top of a disappointing year, the disappointing year ends with a loss to Nebraska, mm-hmm. and you think back to September and the fun that Hawkeye fans were having at Huskers' expense. Sure. That will leave a mark. I think it's that's really going to be a talker. Season. It's going to be a long off season. By the way, speaking of Nebraska, you state this so much better than I. So you go to the hot. We're trying to give away tickets. No, we're not trying to. We are going to give away tickets. Yeah. To Nebraska and Iowa on Black Friday. These seats are at the 50-yard line. Section 105. Great seats. Well, perfect seats. Yes. Um, how do you do it? Get on your Twitter machine. Yes. Laptop, phone, uh-huh. iPad. I don't know if there's any other ways to get on Twitter. Not sure. Probably I can't not. think of one. Maybe you have an app on your TV. Whatever way you get on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have Twitter, sign up. It's free. doesn't cost you any money. Sign up for an account. Tweet at Hawkeye Swarm. The at simple Hawkeye Swarm, and then put down your prediction. Prediction for this week for the tickets is total score, total points, closest without going over, without going over. Right, and then there's the tiebreaker, and the tiebreaker is Iowa touchdown passes. Again, closest without going over. It'll say at Hawkeye Swarm in two numbers. Right, forty-five zero. <laughs> you haven't changed from yesterday, have you? I'm still a little grumpy. <laughs> you know they're playing Illinois. I do. Mm-hmm. Illinois can't throw the football. I get it, but I was got to throw the football. I was there's Nate Stanley will throw a touchdown pass. Won't he? You're well, saying no. They had one against mm-hmm. a depleted Northwestern team yeah. at home. Right. Now yeah. it's on the road. Okay. In that wind that tunnel way. that is Memorial Stadium. You put it that way. I still think you'll throw a touchdown. But if you don't, then that's uh, then put zero. Again, at Hawkeye Swarm, total points in the football game, closest without going over, tiebreaker in case it's needed, total touchdown passes by Iowa. My prediction, at Hawkeye Swarm, 12-0. Whoa. 9-3 final just in. <laughs> 
Oh, that'll be a stinker. What time's the game? 2.30? 2.30. 2.30, BTN. 2.30. Um, we'll take a time out. We'll come back and finish it up. A little tube talk. Uh, Trent and I are here until 1. It's getting closer here on 1700, the champ. You're home for the UNI Panthers. Play-by-play coverage right here on 1700 The Champ. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Nigan with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Nigan can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Nigan. You have to be up in five hours. Two hours. Six minutes. And you haven't slept a wink. Zequil Pure Z's is a drug free blend of botanicals with an optimal dose of melatonin so you can fall asleep naturally and wake with no next day grogginess. So tonight, try new Zequil Pure Z's from the sleep experts at Vix Zequil. A garage door is the largest moving part in your entire house. So it's important to keep it working smoothly, especially as winter approaches. At Advanced Door Systems, we service all garage door brands, even if you do not purchase the door from us. Visit our website, ads-doors.com. That's ads-doors.com to learn more about us and the garage door and opener services we offer. Advanced Door Systems. The right door, the right way. Now at Menard, save big money in your next project with 11% off everything. Update your flooring with Tarcat. The Vibe Collection is 88 cents a square foot after sale price and 11% off. The Garrison Collection features a lifetime wear warranty, 106 a square foot after sale price and 11% off. Get 11% off everything now at Menards. Good through November 17th. Savings are a mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. Easter Seals Iowa provides support for children and adults with disabilities in our community. From the fun of Camp Sunnyside to employment and daily living skills, Easter Seals provides a wide range of support to promote independence. We have so much fun. EasterSealsIA.org. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. This year... 
It's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Welcome back. Thanks to uh, Mitch Sherman, ESPN.com. Uh, Hawkeye Huddle is coming up tonight from GMIG. So you mm-hmm. and Jimmy B have an hour today. Before we run out of time, let's get what you've... Well, you and Jimmy B have an hour every day, but the drive has an hour. Uh, you and Jimmy B today are doing what? Going to talk a lot of NFL. Ryan Van Biver is going to be stopping by. Plenty to get into Sunday Night Football Vikings against the Bears. What a game, Trent. When was the last time Bears-Vikings resonated like this one? Five years ago, and even then, then were the Vikings good? The year the Bears were good, probably not. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. Been a while. I just remember the days of the Roller Dome. <laughs> yes, Dicka's comments yes. about going up there. Yeah, oh, that was so good. No, those were some fun, fun games. No doubt about this. But this is the North is on the lines for supremacy in the North. So we'll get into that. We'll go Monday Night Football, and it. Sounds like still all systems go in Mexico City. I saw it. Did you see them? Um, I know you were watching Iowa State on Cyclones.tv mm-hmm. yesterday. Did you see when they showed Azteca Stadium? I think it was pregame. Mm, no, but I they didn't. talked more about, and I, and I understand it. They yes. talk more about next Monday than they did about As the they game. should. Right. But it turned out to be a hell of a football game. It was game. an entertaining game. It was game. an it was. entertaining yes. football game. Um, between to the 40s, Trent. Tweet? Is where okay. is where the real iffy kind of questionable field conditions are to be found mm-hmm. from the forties to the goal line. Now it, they just might have spray painted the field to the, yeah. t- because they do that. I mean, yeah, of course, yeah, they absolutely do that. Mm-hmm. But they and maybe they hadn't got to the forties. But the picture I saw yesterday morning that I talked to Nick Athen about, it looked like a cow pasture. It looked entirely different last night when ESPN showed it, with the exception of between the forties when it's mm-hmm. all chewed up. So. Um, it's just, it's too bad that, eh, I don't know. It adds another layer, though. Yeah, it does. You're right. Nine and one, nine and one. What did I hear them say on the broadcast last night? Only the fourth time since 1990 that we've had two one-loss teams playing this deep in the regular season. Only four times. No, this will be the fourth time this has happened. 
One of them was there a Steelers Patriots game? Boy, you got well. That would make sense. I, that that kind of for whatever reason yes. jumped into my head. Very well, could be all wet on that one. But no, that you know what? If I had to guess, I or a steel or a Steelers Ravens would they have played each other right. by now? Maybe, maybe not. But I bet you, I bet you the Steelers are a part of it. If I had and to, and probably guess. the Patriots are a part of it, and too. probably yeah, are probably if we're wrong on the Steelers, yep. you'd be right on the Patriots. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's that's going to be a dinger. But no NFL tonight. No. There is football though. Oh, there, Western Michigan Ball State does qualify as football trend. Yes, you don't just walk into Schumann Stadium and get a victory. Now, how do you know that that's the name? How do you know that that's Ball State Stadium name? I just saw it when I was Did looking you? at the game. I was going to say <laughs> I didn't have that one off the top of my head. That'd be pretty impressive. Well, yeah, well, you do that. You impress me on a daily basis, but that one really would have put me over <laughs> the top. Uh, do you have an opinion on this? Ah, uh, it was fifty-five-three last year. That was in Kalamazoo. What is fifty-five-three? Ooh, seven and a half. Western Michigan quarterback. I'm reading it here. Wozniak is out. Ball you know, State's quarterback is out. You know who's really good at action? Who? Dave Creighton Jr. Is he real? I'll, You're going to see him tonight. The huddle. I'll get his opinion uh, right before five. O'clock. Really? Yes. He's, so how does he? Does he study this? I, he must. He's he's given me a lot of winners in action throughout the years. So yeah. I'll wait for my opinion when I get his opinion. And I'll probably jump up. So they'll him. have Caker coming on at 5.30. They'll recap the uh, Kirk Ferentz media yes. availability today. We'll hear more about everything that was going on over there. Is and... Noah Fant available to the media today? Ooh, there's a good one. Or does class prevent him from attending? Well, isn't that funny how that happens? <laughs> yes. And I was really excited. I was looking at the schedule. Drake and College Hoops tonight. They play at Colorado. And the, it's in the paper, Trent. It's in the, oh. the, the, televi- the television section of the paper? Yeah. Pac-12 Network. Pac-12 Network. And, and my question is, I've never seen the Des Moines Register highlight a game in the Pac-12 Network before. <laughs> but they did for this one. Here's the thing. Is this Brian Harden sitting down having lunch with sure. the Register? Yeah. Did you see what they did for women's basketball? You know I'm not a fan. I'm a fan of the promotion that they've got going. Bring the family out. You get an... A, a, I sound like we're like Drake is advertising on this program the last couple of weeks. And they're not. They're not. But I, but I uh, um, approve and, and applaud... More likely, um, the the efforts that they're making over there. So a family pass for the year. No matter how many in your family, ninety nine bucks. Wow. Tip time for the women's games six o'clock. Get home at family a friendly, time. right? Absolutely makes a lot of sense. I look at Harden shaking things up over yep. there. He's doing the right things, putting Drake. But my point is, when I looked at the, <laughs> my paper, I'm still a dinosaur. The paper yep. rises at my door, and I look at the television section of it and Pac twelve Network. Drake at CU, and I'm thinking, wow, I've never seen that before, and and it's Harden, or is it Admire, or is it a combination of both? It could be all of the above. If you have Dish Network, though, you're good to go. You'll be able to see it. Mm-hmm. I do not have Dish Network. No, nor do I. I direct TV, so I'll be finding a legal stream for that one. So, you're, so you're playing? Uh, no, no, I don't I don't have an opinion on the site. Is, or, there, is there a marquee college basketball game tonight? Because I have no idea what I'm going to watch. Wisconsin Xavier plays at 532. Okay. I know you like those early starts. Well, so. the, the, um, does the action start at 5 tonight? Oh, does it? Start well, the that paper early? said it did, but that doesn't mean it's right. Right. Uh, I have it listed at 5 o'clock. There you yes. go. So the paper's right. Hats off to Moines Register. And then are they going right in from Maction into college football playoff? That sound is a newspaper being opened. <laughs> uh, the college football is at 5. The. Going, oh, right. No, no. I, I still I think it's at 6 o'clock that I try. Oh, is it? Okay. I think the announcement's at 6. Yes. Gotcha. Yep. No It'll change, be a right? Alone. Oh. I mean, Where's Iowa State ranked? 19th. So into the teens. Yeah. 
What about that? Top 15 with a win? With a win over Texas? Yeah. Yes. By the time the Big 12 title game comes around. I mean, you look around. There are only, I, I, I heard today, there's only two Power 5 conference teams that have two losses. LSU, and I can't think of the other one. Two, two. Power 5 teams that are, that are ranked? Yes. Well, and yes. Uh, LSU is 8-2. and two. LSU is 8-2. and two. Syracuse is 8-2. and two. And those are the two. Yeah. Everybody else has, well, of course, zero losses mm-hmm. or three or more. Mm-hmm. How nuts is that? Mm-hmm. What a weird year of college football. Yeah, nuts. Syracuse. Um, two losses. LSU. LSU, two losses, bunch of ones. And an 8-3 Iowa State team would look pretty good moving into that top 12. What game would they have like that? We talked about this before. They'd love to play TCU again. Mm-hmm. Love to play TCU that's again. That's the one. Yep, that's the one. No and doubt. They'd like to play Iowa right now. Yeah, but uh, sure. We had that conversation a couple weeks ago. Right. It was it was different. Today, I think the fan... Nah, you know what? I think if you asked Iowa State... Well, that's a great question. If Iowa State fans could have one back, I would hope that they would realize what a win over TCU would do. Sure. Right. In terms of the pecking order and getting to the mm-hmm. title game and all that. But the Cyhawk does move the needle here, and we're grateful for that. Yes. No all doubt. right, we're out of time. Hawkeye Huddle tonight live from G-Migs at 5. Jimmy B and TC are coming up next. Trent and Wolfgang, the drive only an hour tonight from 4 until 5. We'll be back tomorrow at 11. We appreciate you being here with us. For Trent Condon, Ken Miller, it's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 The Champ. Hey, it's Taz. And I'm the Moose. Join us for our brand new morning show every weekday morning, Taz. That's right, from 5 to 8 a.m. on 1700 The Champ. Build your business. At Sinorama of Ribbondale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Ribbondale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia dash Urbandale. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with the print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. Thinking about selling your home soon? Listen up, as this will save you big money. Charterhouse Real Estate is a full-service real estate firm that has eliminated the typical 6 or 7% commission structure that you are used to. We charge sellers $24.95 plus 3%. We know, math stinks, so think about it like this. If you were selling a $200,000 house, you would save roughly $3,500 with us versus a 6% commission. If your home is $400,000, the savings would be $9,500. 
The best part, you get the savings while still getting all the service. Professional photography, a short three-month contract, social media marketing, sign-in lockbox, all major real estate websites, and of course, your home will be on the MLS as well. Get it all and save money. We like the sound of that. Learn more at charterhouseiowa.com or search for us on Google. And while you're there, make sure to check out our hundreds of five-star reviews. That's charterhouseiowa.com. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workouts. Instead of relying on pain medication to power through, stay active with help from Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy. They give you a personal touch to work towards your own wellness goals. With athletic recovery programs to outpatient orthopedic therapy, Angela Spencer PT of Champions Recovery Room will get you feeling your best. Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy, 3030 100th Street in Urbandale and online at championsrecoveryroom.com. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. In a world where dynamic design needs vibrant styling, only one vehicle will rise. Introducing the Mitsubishi Eclipse Cross. From the engineers who brought you available super all-wheel control comes a touchpad controller, head-up display, and more. Audiences and critics agree with 0% APR for 72 months plus $1,000 cash back. The Eclipse Cross is a must-see. Now showing in a Mitsubishi Motors dealership near you. Offer ends 11-30-18. Available through Ally Financial. Subject to approved credit and insurance. Price terms, vehicle availability may vary. May not combine with factory cash rebates. See a dealership for details. For nearly 40 years, Amanda the Panda, a program of Every Step Grief and Loss Services, has offered the most comprehensive and ongoing grief support services for children, teens, adults, and families struggling with the death of a loved one in the state of Iowa. From Camp Amanda the Panda to grief support groups and fun days, the local nonprofit is here to help families find hope and healing. For more information on Amanda the Panda, 1700.